Are you a teacher who's feeling stressed out and overwhelmed? Do you worry that you're feeling symptoms of burnout? (laughs) Or are you sure you've already gotten there? Have you started to dream of doing some other kind of job or perhaps pursuing a whole different career? But you don't know what else you're even qualified to do? You don't know how to start a job search? You just feel stuck? If that sounds like you, I promise you're not alone. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I'm a career transition and job search coach, and I specialize in helping burnout teachers just like you deal not only with the stress and overwhelm of your day-to-day job, but to consider what other careers might be out there waiting for you. Join me for Teachers in Transition. In some episodes, I'll be speaking to stress management techniques and how you can manage your stress on a day-to-day basis. In other episodes, I'll be talking about career transition. What tools do you need to be successful in a job search when you're moving from one career into a totally different track? These are questions that you need answers to, and I can help you find those answers. My name is Kitty Boytnot. Welcome to Teachers in Transition. Welcome to episode 99 of Teachers in Transition, the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Kitty Boytnot. I am the owner and founder of Teachers in Transition and Boytnot Coaching. If you've listened to this podcast before, you'll know that I alternate topics each week. One week I'll talk about career transition strategies because I am a trained and experienced career transition and job search coach specializing in working with teachers who are experiencing job burnout and are ready to make the leap from the classroom into another line of work. And then on alternating weeks, I speak to stress management and stress management strategies because I'm also a trained and certified stress management coach. This week, the topic is career transition, and I'm excited to share with you that I have just become an affiliate with a company that offers uh, a career assessment that I think can be useful for my clients, and I wanted to share it with you as a listener today in case you might be interested in checking it out. I'll include the link in the show notes. Uh, but it's called careerfitter.com. I think it's been around for a while, but I only became aware of it inside of the last two weeks. I was approached by one of the uh, sales directors and asked if I would take a look and consider whether it would be useful as a tool for some of my clients. And so I took a look. I would never recommend anything to a client that I haven't tried myself. So I took a look. I took the quiz. You can take a free version of it. And then once you've looked at the free report, you also have the option of upgrading and receiving a more comprehensive report for $19.95, which according to the website is a $39.95 value. So I went ahead, you know, 20 bucks, what the heck, I went ahead and signed up for the upgraded report and received it. And I have to say, I was uh, 
mildly surprised maybe and and tickled that it was as comprehensive a report as it turned out to be for only 20 bucks because I do offer another assessment a paid assessment now in in the program that I promote and in when I'm helping clients who are in the middle of their own career transition and job search I offer a menu of assessments. Most of them are free. Um, then there's the Myers-Briggs, which you can take and the online version for about 50 bucks. Uh, and then I offer another um, higher paid premium assessment uh, that's called the Pathway Planner. But I don't often recommend that people invest in the Pathway Planner right off the bat because Invariably, one of the careers that comes back, usually the top career that comes back as a recommended career for the taker of the assessment is teacher. And, you know, duh, that's what you're trying to get away from. So I don't recommend the pathway planner right off the the bat, partly because it's expensive and partly because the the general rule of thumb is that almost everybody gets back that they would be a great teacher. Then, then there are these other recommendations to go along with teacher. The career fitter assessment is a little bit different. And its approach is to take what would otherwise be similar to the Myers-Briggs assessment and frame the responses, frame your report in terms of your work behavior, not just your general behavior in life, but specifically as it relates to your work and how you get along with others or don't, or how you prefer to interact with others, what your primary uh, work personality is. And so when I took the quiz and paid for the report, I got about, it's, I didn't count out the pages, but it's about a 14-page report that in my case, and I don't know what anybody else's responses would look like, but in my case, I felt like it was pretty spot on, frankly. Um, they say that my career personality is analyst, but analyst isn't what you would think it would be because it certainly doesn't have anything to do with analysis in the way you would think of analysis. Um, it says that as a quick description of myself as an analyst, my quest would be harmonious relationships, which is absolutely true. My style is synergy, and my strength is diplomacy. Now, all I can say about that is that I have been told by multiple people over the course of my life that I have a unique way of phrasing criticism and uh, feedback in a way that doesn't hurt people's feelings, that is in fact helpful and not not hurtful. And in fact, when I was in, in high school, I remember telling 
a girlfriend that I hadn't discovered my talent yet. My sister could draw. She was she's still to this day an excellent artist. She can take any picture and draw it without any problem. I barely can make a stick person. My brother is a prolific artist and he's he's also musically talented. He put, he plays multiple <laughs> multiple instruments. I can barely plunk along on the piano, even though I took 10 years of lessons. Uh, he's also a painter and an artist. He's a poet. He's written his own lyrics for, for music. He's, he's just terrifically talented. And so I'm telling my high school friend, I don't have a talent or I haven't identified my talent compared to my brother and my sister. And I won't ever forget the look of shock on her face. As she, like, she couldn't believe she was hearing what I was saying. She, she, and she said, Kitty, don't you know that your talent is being able to say the right thing at the right time? I hadn't even thought about that being a talent. But I think that would be what you would call diplomacy. So I think that was pretty accurate. Then uh, they also offer... Uh, chart, the uh, bar chart, to offer uh, distinctions between uh, personality types reserved versus outgoing, which goes back to the Myers-Briggs introverted versus extroverted. I'm extremely introverted, uh, if you believe the Myers-Briggs profile, which I think is pretty accurate for me. A theoretical versus realistic sentimental versus analytical, structured versus flexible. And then they they talk about that. They offer the bar chart, but then they also offer a bulleted list of what each of those things mean and how they can affect you in your work, the type of work that you uh, are engaged in and would enjoy being engaged in. Um, and then they talk about, there's a section on potential weaknesses, best personality details, top business points, communication method, uh, preferred business, uh, ideal business environment, team building approach, management practice, and then a list of best career choices. And what I, what I like about that and what is similar to this assessment, uh, to the other assessment, the Pathway Planner assessment that I offer, which is more expensive, is that both are then connected to onetonline.org, which is the warehouse, the occupational handbook warehouse that the United States Department of Labor oversees and maintains. Now, if you ever go to onetonline.org, spell it out exactly the way it sounds, O-N-E-T-O-N-L-I-N-E.org, you will find hundreds, thousands perhaps of occupations listed that are um, cover any, any kind of work you can imagine. And it in, each occupation has sort of a, a profile that goes with it. 
What kind of education and training do you need to qualify for that particular occupation? What's the uh, general outlook, the projected outlook for that occupation? You know, there's some occupations that uh, have disappeared over the last 20, 30 years. You wouldn't, you wouldn't want to be switching to a career at this point that has a poor outlook. So you want to be thinking in terms of the long range outlook for a particular job or career. Um, They also talk about the median salary. And all of this is based on your location. You would pick the state that you're in and all of the information is based on where you live. So the, the recommendations as far as the type of work that I might be interested in, some of them landed pretty, pretty fairly, and then others I'm not so sure about. But there are lots of them, lots to choose from and lots to take a look at. Um, and then finally, they close with occupational factors and famous people who have the same work personality that I do. All of that for $19.95. Now, I'll offer the link in the show notes in the event that you're thinking, yeah, you know, I like those kinds of assessments and 20 bucks is not going to break the piggy bank. And you don't even have to pay for the upgraded report if you just want to do the free version. That's, that's fine, too. But I'm going to offer that as a link for you. And I'll also offer a link to the Pathway Planner brochure in the event that you might be interested in that one, even though it's more expensive. The biggest difference between the Pathway Planner and the Career Fitter assessment is that the Pathway Planner also assesses your cognitive abilities. Um, There's a math portion and there's a verbal portion. I tell people when they're about to take this particular assessment to expect across the questions to be a cross between the Myers-Briggs assessment and the SATs that we all took in high school, because there are going to be some math problems that you may or may not be able to solve that will throw you back into your, your juniors or senior year of high school, depending on when you took the SAT. And then there are, um, There's also a a verbal section. And then the report, there's a 16-page report that you get with that particular assessment, along with hot links to specific careers that you would be well-suited for based on the results of your assessment. Now, as I said, there are other assessments that you can take, and there are plenty of them out there, lots of them for free. Some of them are paid. And the whole, and, and I don't recommend that you put all of your faith in one particular assessment because none of them are foolproof. None of them are completely 100% accurate about every single person because even the Myers Briggs can change over time or change depending on the day that you took it and how you felt when you took it. Um, because the idea is that you answer the questions immediately without overthinking them. And things from day to day can change the way you might think about a particular question on Myers-Briggs. The thing is that these assessments ask 
the same question in enough different ways that they're able to get a sense of who you are and how you respond to that particular question or situation. The purpose of these assessments is to help you to get in touch with yourself, to help you to assess your strengths, your weaknesses, your preferences, the kind of, and and to spark ideas about the kind of work you might be interested in doing in your next career. So that's the purpose of doing any of these assessments is to help spark your thinking about what kind of career might be a good fit for you at this stage in your life, for your personality preferences, for your learning styles, for your work personality. Um, What kind of work would you find fulfilling at this stage in your career? Assuming that you're no longer feeling fulfilled and happy about your teaching career. And that would be the main reason I would think that anybody who's listening to this podcast or watching this YouTube channel would even be listening to me. And that is you're not currently happy and you're looking for alternatives and you're trying to find answers to what it is that you can do next in your career. As always, I'm happy to help if I can. I offer a 20 to 30 minute discovery session for anyone who would like to talk about how I can help as you look for and consider the various options that you might have in your post-teaching career to make an appointment for that discovery session. It doesn't cost a cent. It's a 20 to 30 minute minute session. Um, You can go to teachersintransition.com forward slash calendar to sign up and I'll put the link in the show notes today. So that's it. If you're interested in careerfitter.com, take a look. If you're interested in Pathway Planner, take a look at the brochure that I will include in the notes. And if you'd like to talk about your future options, make an appointment and let's chat. That's it for today. That's it for this week. Have a wonderful, wonderful week. Please continue to stay well and stay safe. And I'll see you next week. So there you have it, an episode of Teachers in Transition. I hope you enjoyed the information and I hope you'll plan to come back. Please subscribe to Teachers in Transition so that you can be alerted of future episodes. And let me know if you have any questions or topics that you would like me to specifically cover in a future episode. I'm more than happy to help with individual questions as well. So email me at kittyboytnot at boytnotcoaching.com. If you are interested in finding a new career or just enjoying your life more, this is the place to start. I'm Kitty Boytnot, and this is Teachers in Transition.